Captain's Log Supplemental. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Welcome to the Mad X Podcast. I'm Peter. Hi, I'm Frank. That's so much energy. Yeah, that's a lot. A lot there. I don't even know if I still have the energy left to still be Corey. <laughs> oh, nope. He's taking a nap now. No, yeah. Out. Doesn't he normally take a nap during the podcast anyhow? That's why I'm not allowed to have that chair. Oh, that's, that's true. Well, it's hard to take a nap with the dog behind you. Yeah. But I guess I sit yeah, forward. You're not and force... trying hard enough. Yeah, I suppose if I sat back and he sits at the side, that's one thing. But I lean forward, and the dog is like, "Yeah, I'm here. I'm warm." It's part of his weekly routine at this point. Speaking of weekly routine, we every week do this thing called Watch Disney Plus, be it Marvel or Star Wars or something. They went ahead and dropped all this stuff about a show called Visions. Which, just before we started recording, I made you guys watch the trailer for. Hmm. The uh, anime Star Wars. Mm-hmm. There will be seven episodes. Um, we were doing a little bit of research. It's loosely canon, so, you know, take that with a grain of salt. But just watch it for what it is. It should be an enjoyable experience. <coughs> the little short stories that bounce all over the place, that should be coming out in the next couple weeks to mm-hmm. Disney+. Plus. Meanwhile, Which is all right, because I didn't really have much to watch this week. I really didn't watch anything. I didn't even watch What If. I forgot about oh, it. Till, no, I forgot about it till one. yesterday. It was pretty good. That's a shame. It was yeah. good. Well, I'll see it, but you know, you will can spoil you spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> what if I didn't watch it? Ooh. How will the multiverse change? It'll be like me finally noticing that electrical outlet, those lights in it this afternoon. <laughs> Bubbler lights at that. Yeah. So Boba Fett ship is going to be called Flamethrower, supposedly. I thought it was Fire Spray. Yeah, that's the one. Fire Spray. I like Flamethrower better. (laughs) I mean, because it sprays fire, right? It does not. Does not. Oh, well, didn't they have it do that in the one show? No, I guess not. Hmm. Then why are they naming it that? Who the hell knows? I guess we'll find out in the book of Boba Fett why he's changed it. Yeah. Well. All this stuff is coming out in um, the Star Wars comics right now. There's an ongoing series, The War of the Bounty Hunters. I talked about it a few weeks ago. uh, Probably closer to a month and a half ago now. Mm. But they just dragged Jabba the Hutt into it. And part of the spinoff of the... Basically, this is how Boba Fett and Jabba the Hutt got to know each other. Mm. And one of the things is... They do these blueprint breakdowns of the major bounty hunters and their ships, and they called Boba Fett's fire spray, or flame retardant, or whatever they're calling it. <laughs> but the comics are what's making this canon right now, yeah. so we'll see how that goes. <coughs> Speaking of the comics, there was an Easter egg in, Boba, in Jabba the Hutt number one that featured Jabba the Hutt's human form. Just a couple quick snippets of the original human form of 
Job of the Hut. He's not actually Job of the Hut. He's one of Job of the Hut's people. Ah. But it was the uh, stand-in that they used for A New Hope. Right. Where there was going to be a Java scene, they used a guy to stand in. And the last thing I have for Star Wars is Visions. Um, they dropped the trailer, as I'd already mentioned, and there were a couple quick scenes of a sixth-arm Sith girl with lightsabers that can wrap around another lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Um, they are force-freezing blaster bolts and apparently there's a Sith that has a lightsaber umbrella and the dark saber and Boba Fett are is it an umbrella or is it a parasol hmm. <laughs> I guess if it's raining an umbrella parasols yeah. are usually for keeping the sun out so. yeah the windmill of death that that's what it looked like <laughs> that's cool armor armor wars Wars, not whores. Yes, wars. Wars, okay. Is starring Don Cheadle. As War Machine, or War Machine, I guess, right? Yes. And we know that Riri Williams will be in it now. She's reportedly um, She's being introduced her... in Black Panther 2. Mm-hmm. Right. Wakanda Forever. I, we don't know the total concept of what the armor rolls will play out, but the premise now we know is armor wars will play out one of Tony Stark's worst nightmares when his technology falls into the wrong hands. Not much is known about the villain of the story or if it will be Rod or Rhodey. Well, that's kind of... <clears throat> I mean, Iron Man had an arc armor wars a long time ago where he realized his technology is out in the world doing bad things, and he kind of went rogue trying to destroy all his technology that was out there. Right. So I'm, I'm going to assume it's loosely based on that being the title. <clears throat> the next time we will see Don Cheadle will be in What If. He does have an appearance scheduled. <clears throat> we'll hear him anyhow. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Tom Holland was recast for What If Marvel's finally talking about it. Well, I mean, this is kind of silly in a way, you know? It's like, you know, these actors do have other things to do. They can't always be on call for uh, doing a voiceover, even if it's just a couple of hours or something, you know? Yeah. Like, and it's not really recast. No. Because he wasn't the role of the animated Spider-Man anyhow. Mm-hmm. And rumors abound of a Captain Carter cameo or small role in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. And uh, Sharon Carter is going to be in Moon Knight. Hmm. That came out sometime this week. Now we don't know whether it's going to be the Moon Knight, uh, the Moon Knight What If episode or the Moon Knight TV show. But Moon Sharon Carter will be in Moon Knight. Hmm. Now, I didn't watch What If this week. I assume we're going to talk about it in spoilers. What was the episode? Was it the T'Challa one? It was. Right. Okay. It was very good. Okay. We'll gloss over it without trying to... Well, you know, I I don't mind the spoilers. That's fine. Taser face is in it. Taser face is in it. <laughs> so is Thanos. Mm-hmm. Cool. Damn, I wish you wouldn't have told me that. <laughs> Just kidding. 
it's really dancing around the subject of why Tom Holland wasn't the voice actor, but yeah. we can safely assume it's because he has other engagements at this yeah. point. We got the first trailer for The Eternals, as well as a full pop line, which we'll talk about in yeah. just one second. <clears throat> I did not watch the new trailer. Six-Eyed Celestial. Is it Ersham, I think is the name? Why they say the Cthulhu of the Marvel Universe? The Marvel Universe has Cthulhu. Uh, he's a world eater, but he's not Galactus. Well, yeah, I believe his role as the Celestial is to uh, observe worlds, see if they're good enough to live. If not, he kills it. I I assume this will be going on simultaneously at the same time as Thanos was having fun, so that way they have an excuse for the Eternals not helping out fighting Thanos. So, the Eternals, it circles back. There's reference in the trailer to Nowhere being the remains of a celestial skull. Mm-hmm. So that ties the Guardians of the Galaxy into Eternals. Mm-hmm. I don't know who the giant robot is, but I do know how to find out. Yeah, I think Arisham is the name. That pop looks really neat, though. I don't know if I'll get it or not, but... You'll get it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just You'll not into it. the Eternals pops. <laughs> They're very nicely done, though, but I'm just not into the characters. Gotcha. <clears throat> I'm, uh, I'm not into the pops, either. I'm into the cards. Hmm. McDonald's has um, Happy Meal toys coming out. Ah. The Eternals. Nice. In the next couple Ajax. months. Airsham, yeah. Airsham. That is very creepy. They really went all out on these ones. I think they really wanted to press the issue with this series because of how little... It's an unknown. Right. Druig, that's the guy that got beat up in Ireland. The actor that plays him was assaulted at a pub in Ireland (laughs) after filming a uh, welcome back to the pubs thing for Guinness. Huh. He was taken to the hospital and treated, but uh, no charges were filed, no arrests made. Well, it's Ireland. You're allowed to get into fights in bars and Yeah, you're expected to. But, I mean, those those pops are well done. The outfits are pretty neatly designed. I assume if they're they're following the movie pretty much, so that's a deviant. Crow looks awesome. He's got four eyes. Not six like a celestial, but four. Yeah. They, uh, they really did do a good job on the outfits. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't have the Funko breakdown. I'm going to see if I can find it real quick. Yeah, that, that one you just popped up there, the Star Wars one. Yeah, that was sold out before I even got to hit the button. Yeah, sold out in three minutes on Amazon. It's so ridiculous. Oh, are those going to attach? Yeah. <clears throat> Tammy found a picture of the Eternals... Happy Meals toys, which will attach to the bases of the other Happy Meals toys that they have done for, Mm. what was it, Endgame and, uh, I guess the second, the first one was Endgame, but the second Mm. one was between, did he say? That was the second go. Yeah, that was the second wave. That was the, the M, I think they called that the MCU Plus wave, because it had... Winter Soldier, it had Vision, it had Wanda. 
but then it also circled back and had Baby Groot and World War Hulk. World War Hulk. It had Wasp, whereas the first wave had Ant Man. I believe those Eternals come after Ron's Gone Wrong in mid September. If you're interested in any, I can well, keep an eye out. I'm going to assume, too, there's going to be another wave of Eternals pops. Uh, because, as far as I can tell, the Dane Whitman one, which is the one, the third one there, he's just in normal clothes. Um, Black Knight. They're going to have a pop with a horse and him in his armor. They've got to. <clears throat> but, I mean, that's just my opinion. I mean, we've been right about them doing otherwise. Here's the full wave breakdown. Um, we have six exclusives. One to Books A Million, one to FYE, one to Funko Shop, GameStop, Target, and Wally World. Then we have a supersized, which is the one that you said who's Harrison, that yeah. I will never be able to pronounce. <laughs> <clears throat> and then we have 12 baseline figures, and one of the baseline, I believe that's Gilgamesh. Yeah, Gilgamesh is a character. Yeah. Has a chase variant that glows in the dark. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's a very large cast, so yeah, there's going to be tons of pops. You said it was Whitman? Yeah, Dane Whitman. It looks like he's being specifically labeled as the London Outfit. Mm-hmm. So I would expect the second one of him. Yeah. But, again, the the big thing that's... Sprite is a Books A Million exclusive. Yeah, uh, Sprite, the Books A Million exclusive, is partially translucent. Hmm. Um, she appears to be phasing. I'm not familiar with the Eternals myself. Well, even if you were, who knows how they're going to modify the powers for There's the a movie. A sprite has a basic pop as a common in the wave, but then has the translucent one. And then whoever this character is, the FYE one is the charged uh, form. Fastos, I think it is. Let me check real quick. Yeah, Fastos. Crow will have a four-legged form for GameStop. Cersei is the Target exclusive, wearing civilian clothing. Thena has alternate weapons. That's the Walmart exclusive. The only one I don't have more information on is the uh, Funko Shop exclusive one, which would be the main, the first character, so that should be... Huh? <laughs> Icarus, probably? could be it's just the, the way this website has everything broken down is not comforting yeah. but it would be this character in the blue armor with the stripe in his hair okay it's probably is Icarus we're gonna guess it is yeah jeez oh, so here's the crap shoot there are eight commons Eight commons come with cards. Each pop that you purchase comes with one card. Each card can have three variations, and each pop comes with one of those three variations. Whoa. So, if you were superiorly lucky, 
You would have to buy three of each. Yes. Except for Gilgamesh, which has a chase one that only comes with the chase one. So he has four cards. So the card pack pops are exclusive to Entertainment Earth. So you can buy any of the commons off Entertainment Earth and they will come with the pop card pack inside the pop wrapped in foil so you don't know what you get. You'll have to open the pop, open the foil to find out what card you got. Okay, that sounds like a lot of work and killing the collectability of everything. <laughs> yeah. Cause, well, I mean, it's like the, the sodas. You have to yeah. open them to know what you have. Right, but it's like, you know, it's kind of like, why am I doing this now if I have to collect, you know, 19 million pops to try to get everything? You know, it's killing my OCD. <laughs> That's the whole thing, you know. I think the cards concept is neat, but I don't like the way they're executing it. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, it appears that the movie took place post-Thanos because Thanos caused the uh, variants to wake up. There's also a mini a mystery mini set with Walmart and Target exclusives. Mm-hmm. Good luck with those. Well, I mean, Suicide Squad and uh, I think it was Looney Tunes, um, Space Jam, they're, you know, pocket pops. They're just sitting on the shelf. Okay, so we talked about the, the Star Wars Pop 3-pack that is going to be the most ridiculous collector's item that's ever existed. Yeah. Um, Nintendo announced that they are doing a special edition Nintendo Switch, which will be gunmetal gray with Dialga and Palkia on the back of it. Switch Lite. Switch Lite, yes. Because they said, you know what? Everybody wants a Nintendo Switch. So let's give it to them, but make it so that way nobody wants it. Yeah. <laughs> and this is something Ooh. that... I was just in a Zacian raid. It's a 15-15-13. Oh, wow, congrats. Pikmin. Pikmin, by being developed by Niantic, is coming to the phone. Um, we have gotten a little bit more information about it. Niantic has posted an actual trailer of it at this point. I have not checked into the trailer. This is something that the listeners at home will have to look into if you're interested in it. You know, Pikmin. Hey, look, and there's an item right there that costs 100 coins. Yeah. So they give us four promotional arts, and one of them has an in-game purchase. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> but it appears, from the screenshots that we have here, we have your standard red, blue, and yellows, but I also see some purple Pikmin. So there will be poison Pikmin, and it looks like the Pikmin have special hats. So you can put special hats on your Pikmin. Hmm. Can you pick exciting. your Pikmin? You can pick your Pikmin. I'm not seeing any white Pikmin. That's the one thing I am not seeing. That's all I have in the news. No, I never played Pikmin. I wasn't sure about the whole... Uh... It's wonderful. Yeah. It's so good. Send a bunch of guys to go do stuff for you. It's a lot more complicated than that. It's more strategy. Um, it's more about keeping your Pikmin alive. Oh, I don't want... 
<laughs> minions that I have to worry about their life. <laughs> oh. But they'll kill things for you. Yes, and if they die in the process, I don't really care. Right. But here I have to care. You don't have to care. <laughs> you get to care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Sounds like Tamagotchi all over again. <laughs> so, spoilers ahead without going too spoilery. Yeah, whatever. We now know how T'Challa <coughs> became a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. We... And that Nebula calls him Cha-Cha. Yeah. <laughs> we saw what Nebula looks like with hair. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, T'Challa prevented the snap. He talked to the right, talking, doing yeah. It. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then Thanos joined the Guardians. Well, okay. The Ravagers. Um and we now know what Howard the Ducks play in yeah. what if was. Voiced by Seth Green. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Had a bigger role than he had in the first Guardians movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And we saw what the collector's true potential could have been. Well, that was one of the first story arcs when I started collecting comics was the Avengers with the collector in it. Now, here's a, a fun part. For the collector, though, one of the weapons that he uses is the thing's hand. Huh. Okay. So this brought... It was Korg's hand. Oh, was it Korg? It was Korg. That was the thing's hand. No, it was uh, gray stone, not Yellowstone. Uh, it was Korg's hand. But still, he managed to use a Korg's hand as his own way hand. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I should probably watch it tomorrow since I'm off. And <coughs> Captain America's shield is in it. Yes. And Mjolnir's in it. Yeah. And Hela, or, yeah, Hela's... Yeah, Hela's crown. Yep. Hmm. There was a lot of weapons on that wall. I wish I had gotten a better look at it. I believe the Punisher's rifle was on there, too. Yeah, I'll have to look again. That was a fun episode. Yeah. The first one was good. This one blew the first one out of the water, though. Huh. It makes sense why they're pushing... Well, they're pushing the T'Challa Star-Lord for a lot of reasons. One, they don't have to pay royalties for all the products. Yeah. The second is... It was very well done. Yeah, it was a completely different set of guardians. Drax is in it. Hmm. As a bartender. <laughs> uh. Okay. <laughs> T'Challa saved Drax's planet from Thanos. Oh, okay. So Drax... Uh, T'Challa is a celebrity and Drax takes a selfie with him. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> You look terrible. I look amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Very good episode yeah. as far uh, as the the Easter eggs. Right. Um, really lined up. Michael Rooker still. Yondu. As Yondu, yep. Hmm. Uh, great opening fight scene with Yondu. And T'Challa takes the the guard that tries to kill him as a member of their team. Right, uh, he had just a small role in Guardians and then 
Endgame when they go back in time to when mm-hmm. when Star Lord originally took the uh, Infinity Stone, hmm. and uh, this has given him a much bigger role. A uh, lot of good lines for him. Funny. Yeah. It was hilarious. Just. It, you know, I'm thinking of just skipping the rest of the podcast and watching it now, okay? If you don't mind, I'll just have, I'll just have it on my phone and just watch that. And... You're going to like it like it a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh, that's really, there was nothing well, Star Wars. No, like, yeah. I, yeah. I got bored this week, uh, nothing to watch. I ended up finishing the uh, Inhumans and... It was a, as terrible as everybody says mm. it is. So if you have a lot of time to waste, or you're feeling depressed and want to feel look even at, more depressed, yeah, or you want to look at something and say, "Look, I'm not doing that bad. I could have been part of this project." <laughs> Ouch! Yeah, it was it was terrible, and um, I started on uh, Cloak and Dagger. Uh, available on Hulu. Hulu, send me money. <laughs> Notice does not send us money. It's send him money. I didn't hear you guys say anything about Hulu. Speaking of Hulu, <laughs> uh, if you are looking for something to watch, I strongly recommend the show The Goldbergs. Oh, I've watched it. It's a sitcom, yeah, ABC. Yeah, yeah. Um, heavy. It takes place in the 80s. And this something that bothered me when watching the first season... Every episode takes place in 1980-something. So, for the first entire season, Tammy and I were trying to figure out what year it takes place in. Don't bother trying to figure that out. Mm -mm. Because they pull stuff that's from the 80s and just mash it all together. Uh. There's no way to identify what year it actually takes place in. Like, in one episode, they'll mention something, and we're like, okay, so that movie came out in such and such year, so it's this year or after. Mm -hmm. And then, like, three episodes later, they're talking about something that came out well before that movie (laughs) being Uh something new. In season one, he's getting all excited about going to see Indiana Jones uh, in the Temple of Doom in theaters. And then two seasons later, he's going to see Return of the Jedi. Hmm. Okay. So... Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, it's a great show. Yeah, but <clears throat> Indiana Jones references constantly. Uh, he's a huge fan of Knight Rider, so that's prominent right. in the show. Transformers are prominent in the show. Batman. Batman. Yeah. <laughs> if you're looking for something, I'd strongly recommend watching that show from the get go. Hmm. Monsters seasons. at Work is good. Yeah, Monsters at Work, but we've talked about that one on here before. <laughs> and um, I've got Disney further Plus. into. Uh, Legion. Oh, you're still watching that. It that one is actually good. I don't know why I ever stopped watching it, but I really enjoy that show. Hmm. This is Xavier's child, um, <coughs> David. In the comics, it's uh, Charles and Mariah that are his parents, and this one, his parents gave him up for adoption soon after he was born but uh, the antagonist is the Shadow King and it still goes back to the lore of Xavier fighting the Shadow King well Storm actually too Storm Storm and the Shadow King were the yeah Storm was a pickpocket who worked for the Shadow King because he was running the thieves yeah 
guild. <clears throat> not the thieves guild. That's but New that Orleans, kind but of defeats the purpose of. Well, I guess maybe not, but you know, David had the mental powers of Xavier. Right. But if he was put up for adoption in the show, then I guess I mean they couldn't, because of all the rights and stuff, make him you know say he's Xavier's kid. You know. But, right. Right, but they still give the lore, so you know mm. who his father is if you know uh, the lore. Okay. Or, well, if you know the character at all, yeah. anyhow, you know who his yeah. father is. But uh, he was apparently given up for adoption to protect him from the Shadow King. But he was actually infected with a uh, parasite of the Shadow King. Mm. But, uh... Actually, a really good show. I'm into se uh, season two now. How many seasons are there? I'm not even sure. Hmm. But a, a really good show. Good cast. Gene Smart is in it. Well, sort of spoiler. Um, Robert Beltram, who played Chakotay on Voyager, lets slip that he's going to be in Prodigy. So we've got... He was the guy with the tattoos. Yes, well, the face tattoo, yeah. Um, so we have Janeway and Chakotay, the captain and first officer. We don't know. We assume he's going to be another hologram also, but... Third and final season. There are three seasons of Legion. Okay. It was originally designed to be a three-season show. They condensed the last season because of the Rona. But yeah, it's a very good show. There's some very trippy elements to it. Like, mm. it gets a little... Um, out there. Cloak and Dagger, I watched the first two episodes, and it's decent. I haven't got into... Oh, wait, I did watch, uh, like, the first five minutes of The Gifted, and had to turn it off before I became ill. <clears throat> Cloak and Dagger is MCU-relevant, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, it's labeled as Marvel. Well, so was, uh, The Inhumans. Right. But that one, we knew that was MCU relevant. They said that at the Comic-Con when they first announced it. That was MCU relevant. Yeah. I don't know how or why <clears throat> or you know why they would want it anywhere near them. 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, I mean, they were trying for, you know, they, to pick a franchise that could be, you know, viable since they didn't have the rights to the X-Men. Uh, if it would have been a movie, maybe they could have done something more. But as a television show... Again, Inhumans has a fairly large core cast right. if they would have done it correctly. And it's very hard to just do all those powers. Eight yeah. episodes. Wow. Didn't last long. No. <clears throat> but the first season ends with Adelan's destruction. Uh, all the Inhumans have come to Earth. Runaways is MCU relevant too, isn't it? I believe... I haven't watched it yet, though. Tis on Hulu. But one of the things that was kind of weird about that one, you know, I look at the cast, and they're all much older than what the comic book characters of the Runaways are. Hmm. A little suspension of disbelief there, I guess. So I'm guessing a lot of the storylines are changed because it just... It wouldn't work. Yeah, because they're not teenage kids. Yeah. I guess there's been a uh, fan marketing campaign for uh, Jimmy Woo spinoff of WandaVision. I didn't read anything about it, um, but I guess... Yeah, they want, they're looking for um, 
Kat Dennings and I forget the actor's name now, but uh, to do their own show. Hmm. Which would be interesting. Cause Darcy they, and Jimmy Woo. Yeah, because they had talked about, with WandaVision, the reason he got involved was he had someone in that town that was, I guess, witness protection. Right. And um, Marvel has said that we would probably find out who that what person was. You know, but, yeah, it's like, yeah, they can just say that and you'll never know. You know, you'll never hear anything about it, but... Maybe we might have a spinoff. Because that would be an interesting Disney Plus character, uh, Disney Plus uh, show. Ralph Boner. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that would be interesting. I, I would watch that. He was amusing. And he does card tricks. If nothing yes. else, we've proven that if Marvel puts that little red rectangle on something, we'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I went into Inhumans knowing that everybody who's ever watched it said how terrible it was and I watched the full season anyhow and then went you guys are right well it's always good to you know do things for yourself listen Daredevil's amazing I just can't watch more than one season of it at a time oh yeah it's a great show it's the only one I haven't well I haven't finished The Punisher and Jessica Jones yet have you watched The Defenders? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and that one was just you know, one season. I don't think it's more than is it six or eight episodes. Eight. Yeah, because I mean, it wasn't just like basically a mini series to bring all of them together. Yeah. Yeah, it was what they had worked. All the stuff had worked up towards. <clears throat> so, uh, we do this thing every week called "What's in the Box," and most weeks we do this thing called "What's in Our Mouth." So while Corey Ooh. figures out what's in what's the box. What's in the box? That's I what we got. baked cookies. Ooh. Cookies. So I uh, found these um, Lucky Charms sugar cookies at a local grocer. Hold on. And I said, you know what would be terrible? That. <laughs> and I bought two packs. <laughs> Well, I saw they had Ghostbusters cereal, but the marshmallows were not shaped like Slimer, so I did not buy them. <laughs> mm. These are magically delicious. They taste nothing like Lucky Charms. No. Tastes like... A crunchy sugar cookie. Yeah, it tastes like sugar cookie with extra sugar. Mm. See, I had uh, Wilfred Brimley, where are you now? I found Lucky Charms ice cream. Hmm. At Sharp Shopper, and it tastes like frozen marshmallow cream. Hmm. And actually pretty good, I guess. Uh, what's in the box? Since we were talking about it, we've got uh, Captain America Civil War. Hmm. And hmm. if we need more, I think I have two cases at home. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're both here. Hmm. See, they were they fulfilled two of the characteristics of why I buy these things. One, they were interesting. And two, they were cheap. Hmm. I'm wondering if the uh, Suicide Squad 2 mini-mates are going to go down in price since they're everywhere. Could be. Because most mini-mates, when they come out, they're gone. Like, yeah. you can't find Lilo and Stitch ones anywhere right now. Yeah, but that one appealed to kids, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, look how cute. 
Mommy, I want Walmart, one. Walmart, you can't walk down an aisle without tripping over a box of Space Jam and or, or a little kid. Yeah. yeah. A screaming little kid. And if they're not, they will be. Yeah. That's right. I'm guessing I got Iron Man just by guessing. So, my... No, I got Ant-Man. I got a man. That's cool. You got the man part right. Yes. His brother. Yeah. That's Sharon Carter. Also known as the, the power, power broker. broker. Oh, I think she might be up there already. I don't know. <clears throat> and the latest fan theory on who killed the Scarlet Witch in the X-Men comics is Mystique. Yeah, so I heard that. And then... Scarlet Witch's... I got the Winter Soldier. Cool. Again. <laughs> uh, mind is in another dimension. Oh, see, I don't know about that. All, all I read on my little spoilery thing was that um, they're thinking she died 20 minutes before she talked to Magneto. So they're thinking it was Mystique imitating the Scarlet Witch. Oh, and, um, that's something Mystique would do. Right, and Mystique is really pissed off at the Quiet Council because they won't resurrect Destiny. And that's going to be the whole basis of their the final X-Men event of uh, Hickman's run, Inferno. So. Well, there was also a blurb in The Trial of Magneto number one that Xavier could resurrect Scarlet Witch, but he chooses not to. Hmm. He's like, eh, you know what? No. Because she's not a mutant. Is the reason he chooses not to resurrect her. But if he can resurrect her, then she is a mutant. Because I thought the thing only worked with <clears throat> mutants. Apparently that's what's getting out right now. They can resurrect more than just mutants. Mm. But the Silent Council has chosen to only resurrect mutants. Gotcha. So. Uh, bragging? Bragging. Sure. I'm eating, Corey. Oh, we're both eating. Mm. Okay. Say you're not eating me. I don't feel a thing. <laughs> so I got two little of the Funko keychain pocket pops. I got Harley Quinn, Quinn yeah, and King Shark. Because King Shark is a shark. Mm-hmm. And he's cute. The king of them at that. <clears throat> um, Mar yeah, Marvel. Walmart got their exclusive Captain Boomerang pop. So I got my boomer butt. As he was known in the in the comic, as they how they insulted him, and he had about four minutes of screen time in the second movie. Yes, yes, tragic, tragic. Um, I got my summer convention limited edition. I got the Rocketeer. Oh, I like that. One. I thought that was a decent movie, if I recall it, and I liked. I thought the pop was neat. In the frantic, you know, tap, 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 tap to try to get what we wanted. Um, I got my black suit Superman. Nice. I don't remember if I brought that one in yet or not. Huh. I like the black suit. I think that mm. was really cool. My uh, Loki figures are starting to come in. This is just Loki in the suit and tie. 
Agent Loki. Agent Loki. Um, <clears throat> here the shield cap wolf showed up. All right. Oh, cool. He came back in stock yesterday, too. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Wow. With the sticker and all? I don't know about that. That's kind yeah, of neat. That one is cool. Although it does not say Year of the Shield on it anywhere, which I'm kind of bummed. A lot of people complained about that, and they were complaining that um, the Captain Carter one doesn't say Year of the Shield, but if you send an email to Funko, they will send you the stickers for the packaging. Oh, neat. Just email Funko. Okay. Um, this prop is a lot better looking than I thought it was going to be. Stargirl. She has a really belly nice, button. Yeah, really nice paint job and everything on it. Add to my Justice Society, even though it does say Justice League on it. Limited five. Oh, that's got the virtual sticker on it. Wow. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, this is one I ordered months and months ago from Big Apple Collectibles. They finally got their stock in. Brainiac. Uh, big Apple Collectibles. Is that the animated one? Well, it's not listed as animated. It just looks—it's the regular suited one, basically. So I think they did the a good job on series. him. Yeah. <laughs> Which this was one that it's like, oh yeah, I'm never going to see these because I also have another one that I ordered from them too. But this gives me hope that some of these might actually start showing up. But. uh you could have got Star Girl for five dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> Opening bid for a dollar. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised she's not higher than that right now. If I'm being totally honest, I mean, a comic book character from a convention at five thousand limited. Limited. Sold listings. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's going to be in the Black Adam movie. So I have a feeling that's going to raise the profile a bit. I'm sure there's going to be yeah. more pops from that with her. But that might raise the price on this quite a bit, too. And Corey? And uh, my pop hunting this week, uh, spurred on by the movie's mascot that Frank so graciously got for me, I decided to fill out my Ask Universe collection a little bit. Ooh. So I got the uh, 2020 Summer Convention Iron Bob. From the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Oh, that's his trench coat, I guess. Yeah, that's his trench coat. That's funny. And from Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, <clears throat> Blunt Man Chronic 2-Pack. <laughs> this was the uh, comic book characters created by uh, cool. Hayden and Banky that uh, Jay and nice. Silent Bob went to stop the filming of... The motion picture where uh, Mark Hamill played Cockknocker. <laughs> so you've got to ask, I've got a serious question before we cut the break, okay? So, long-time listeners and you guys know that I'm obsessed with a pop. It is like my holy grail of Funkos to get. Mm. It is Nigeri Hado. Corey watched me drool over one literally at a comic book convention. <laughs> yes. Okay. We, we held grails in our hands that day. They have started making counterfeits of her. Ooh. So, my serious question is, because the counterfeits are now 
flooding eBay and everywhere else, your legitimate ones have come down in price. They were over $250. Now they're between $100 and $130. But you can get a counterfeit one for $15. Is it worth getting the counterfeit knowing full well that it's a counterfeit? It kind of depends. <clears throat> yeah, if you're planning on, you know, you want the original because you're going to resell it eventually. Yeah, you don't want the counterfeit. But, you know, it's going to be in your collection. I don't want the counterfeit in my collection, though, either. No. See, there's but. something about getting the counterfeit that makes me feel a little bit dirty. Yeah. But I really want that mold. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. So it's kind of like when you find out that the prostitute was a counterfeit. Really a man? Mm. La, 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 la. <laughs> the real shitty thing is um, some of these counterfeits are selling upwards of $50, $60. $60. Which sucks. I mean, you don't want to support the counterfeit, but right. you, know, you want it in your collection. Um, I will tell you, if you are looking to avoid the counterfeits... Check where it's coming from. If it's from China, it is a counterfeit. Mm. If there's not a picture of the the packaging, if they're just using a bunch of stock photos, it is a counterfeit. From what I have seen, the plastic that wraps around her arms and her legs that are her uh, her coils, they are a yellow plastic instead of a translucent yellow mm. on the counterfeits. And you can see the translucent yellow in this picture. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but that's the identification marker to tell if it's counterfeit or not. Plus the packaging <coughs> itself is a little wonky and, you know, counterfeit stuff ahoy. Fortress of Solitude is reporting that Giancarlo Esposito might be the MCU's Professor X. We know him from Bad Batch, or from... Uh, Breaking Bad and The Mandalorian. That's a weird choice. Yeah, he'd be a odd Professor Xavier. Oh, speaking of which, um, J. Michael Straczynski, you know, Babylon 5 and other mm -hmm. things, um, he's made it kind of known that he would be interested in being a showrunner for Doctor Who next for the next set of episodes. Hmm. Um, I doubt... The BBC and the Doctor Who people would do it because, you know, it's, he's not British. But he would be an interesting choice for the new showrunner. Yeah, we'll see what happens. That's one of those things that's out there that, I mean, I've liked most of his work. Definitely be an interesting twist on Doctor Who, I think. Yeah. <coughs> okay, so we'll cut the commercial, and when we get back, we'll talk about some of Corey's favorite movies. Or what me and Frank will look at as terrible disasters that were turned into movies from comic yeah. books. No such thing. Like anything from Kevin Smith. Oh! <laughs> he never made any comic book movies. Uh, Green Hornet. Uh, he didn't make the movie. Oh, I thought he, he did. He only wrote the comic book. Okay. <laughs> That's Seth Rogen. <laughs> we'll be back. Welcome back to You Met Hex Podcast. Frank's petting a dog. Yes, I am. And I'm not. <laughs> womp, womp. Would you like a dog? He's, he's right behind dogs. me. Yeah. Speaking of womp womp, 
Great segue. <laughs> this week we're talking about Daredevil the movie. <laughs> Among others. I didn't see it. Also regarded as Ben Affleck's greatest superhero movie. It's his only one, wasn't it? Batman. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Dawn of Justice and Justice League. Womp womp. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The Zack Snyder cut from everything I've heard did well, but yeah. the original theatrical release was a colossal failure, wasn't it? Well, that's because, you know, you bring Josh Whedon in halfway through and he reshoots everything because... You know, Zack Snyder had you know family crisis and had to bow out of the project after he filmed everything, basically. I mean, for what it's worth, you know, fanboy, I wanted to see a Justice League movie. You know, it might not have been the greatest one, but it was a Justice League movie. Hmm. You know, same with Dawn of Justice. You know, it could have been better, sure. But, you know, you're introducing, you know, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman in a movie, and it's like, yeah, that's cool. So, you know, yeah, they weren't the greatest, but they weren't the worst. You know, it's... No, there is there is a definite worst. Yeah. We'll get to that one. Yeah. <laughs> but it seems like, for the most part, unless you're James Gunn, Warner Brothers superhero movies are made by committee once you've done filming them. Then the studio just comes in and ruins your movie. That's why people are starting to petition for an A or cut of Suicide Squad. Because they wanted to see what he originally had before it was put together by Warner Brothers. That was another one that didn't translate well. Yeah. That was basically Harley Quinn the movie. Hmm. And like I said, I had so much objections to the way they made Waller in that movie. I, I, Based on the comics, I could not see her mowing down her own people just to save her ass. Um... We can't talk about movies that translated poorly without talking about Watchmen. Even though I personally enjoyed it. Oh, give, yeah. Give me your glares now. I enjoyed it, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but, no, I think we're all in agreement on that one. Good movie. Yeah, but the box office and the the critics did not agree. Well, it was yeah. mostly because of Giant Blue Dong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was literally panel per panel of the comic book in some cases, mm -hmm. which was so neat to see if you knew the comic to see it come to life like that. I mean, they did get rid of some of the other stuff. I mean, we didn't have the squid. Um, but, you know, and anything with the pirates, because that was kind of like, no, it, but it they, worked that, in the books. Come back yeah, the squid the was the name. No, um, there <laughs> was an additional, I guess, direct-to-DVD release mm -hmm. of, uh, what was it called? The Black, Black Sails? Black Freighter. Tales Black. of the Black Freighter. Yeah. Right. Was it a, an additional DVD release that released with the movie on mm -hmm. DVD so that you could then see... Yeah, see, I, I never the watched movie, that. You know, yeah. They have the comic book. And it kind of parallels certain things. Right. But, uh... So, yeah, it, it wasn't in theaters, but for the <coughs> DVD release, mm -hmm. they did an additional DVD you could buy. For separate purchase. You can also download it for $4 off Amazon Prime Video. Mm. Uh, or you could do that. Or you could ask real nicely and I'll let you borrow it. <laughs> but, yeah, I every once in a while I pull out Watchmen and watch it again because, you know, I liked it. It, it was, it's very, uh, not the word is artistic is not the word I'm looking for. Um, I mean, but it is. I, I 
think all of Alan Moore's work is oh. artistic. Oh, and that, that's not the word I'm looking for, though. Um, it was shot in a certain way. That stylized? Stylized, yeah. That sty- Stylistic, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was very stylistic in certain ways, and I think that kind of put the the critics and things off. The, but, I, I kind of enjoy that, yeah. especially when they do comic book movies and, mm-hmm. you know, to tie it into another comic book mm-hmm. flop. Hulk, very stylized. Ang Lee tried to make this. You wouldn't movie. like the Hulk when he's angry. No. <laughs> you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. But uh, he tried to make the movie look like a comic book, mm-hmm. and I think he did an excellent job at that. But to general audiences, that was a huge turnoff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let's face it, we don't want every movie the same way. Listen, I mean, I'm a huge a different fan tone. of the Hulk, and the first Hulk <coughs> movie that I watched that I actually enjoyed was the Norton. Right. So, one of these days I'm gonna have to go and watch both of those. I still haven't seen them, or Daredevil. I've got Daredevil and I've got the Hulk movie, but I just never. Listen, the Daredevil movie catches a lot of shit, mm-hmm. but for what they had to work with, the material that they pulled from. Right. And the way movies were going at the time, they hit all... Like, it was a box office movie. That's what it was. And they did some great things with the CGI in that, especially for the day, the time that it came out. <laughs> I actually really enjoyed the Daredevil movie. Mm-hmm. I think but, Colin Farrow did great as Bullseye. Yeah. But I, he was the, the crazy Bullseye from uh, uh, mm-hmm. the comics. He wasn't... Uh, well, okay, not the neurotic Bullseye from the Daredevil TV show, who is never actually called Bullseye, but... But I will never not make fun of that movie. <laughs> because it spawned Electra. And that's the one deserving of the hatred. That yeah. movie was terrible all around. I never finished watching that movie. You couldn't do it. That's, that's a challenge. How about Catwoman? The Halle Berry Catwoman? Halle Berry Catwoman. Never finished watching it. I don't know why... Why'd they put her in X-Men at all? She had already... She tried to kill X-Men. She tried to kill Catwoman. She tried to kill James Bond. Why is she still in movies? Because she got an Oscar for something? Didn't she get an Oscar for her role in in a movie somewhere? Swordfish. (coughs) You get to see her boobs. Was it Hitch? Was she the one in Hitch? She wasn't in Hitch. Was she in Hitch? She was in a romantic comedy, and that's what she won the award <coughs> for. But to me, she tried to kill too many franchises. Listen, her we had horrible acting. X-Men, the first X-Men movie was great. X-2 was even better. Well, and you then, gotta remember that X-2 had that, that opening was amazing. Yeah. The Nightcrawler <laughs> in the White House. Yeah. That was just amazing. Nightcrawler, they did such a great job in Nightcrawler mm-hmm. in that movie. Yeah. Fantastic. They made great pops from it, too. (laughs) But then X3 happened. And they're like, okay, so we've got four movies planned. Can we condense them into one? Yeah, they tried to cram everything in that movie. The virus, or the mutant cure, and uh, Dark Phoenix. And Sentinels. Yeah. Yeah. But it was finally nice to see the Sentinels. In the danger room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, wasted characters in that um, Jubilee. Jamie Madrox. That was a wasted character. Yeah. Um, Nightcrawler wasn't in it because it was just a small part and he didn't want to do all the makeup for it. 
So, but yeah, you know, it's a I studio. I never get that uh, actors declining because of the makeup. They're like, you know, several million dollars just isn't enough for me to sit in the chair for four hours. For yeah. four hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish I had that problem. <laughs> but that was that was supposed to spawn the origins movies. Then we got Wolverine. Well, that yeah. was supposed to be Wolverine Origins. That was or Magneto Origins, rather, wasn't it? There were supposed to be multiple origin movies. Yeah. Gambit, Magneto, Wolverine. Yeah. We never got Gambit. We never got Magneto. Well, Magneto, Magneto got folded into first class. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It got folded into one of the movies. Yeah. Yeah. Which was bullshit. Because mm-hmm. we never got fucking Gambit. <laughs> yeah. That's all anybody ever wanted. Like, and Gambit. Yeah, they talked about. Uh, What's his name? Duke from G.I. Joe playing him. Uh, Chatham Tatum? Or yeah. Tatum Chatham or whatever his name is. Yeah, he was like... Channing Tatum. Yeah. Is there a better X-Men? Yeah, but this, this is okay. <laughs> At least he's not... But the guy, I like the guy who played him in uh, Wolverine. They did a good job with Magneto, or with Gambit. And... They just didn't utilize him. No. No, there was... I'm going to watch that one of these days, yeah, too. Yeah, like one, <laughs> one instance of him using his powers, and otherwise he's just a... He was a prop. Wisecracking... <laughs> yeah, he was what Deadpool should have been, except they, you know, sewed his mouth shut. Yeah, yeah. so that's what I'm saying. X1 and X2, great. X3 wasn't cohesive. It wasn't a terrible movie, but it wasn't cohesive. Then Wolverine Origins came out and was the worst. Yeah, it it's kind of like, you know, there's like that one meme said, there should be someone on the set of a comic book movie when the director goes, well, that's how they did it in the books, but I want to do it like this and slaps him in the head and says no. Yeah. You know? And then <clears throat> First Class was a runaway train wreck. And then we got... Another, yeah, I kind of enjoyed First Class. Then we got Just, The Wolverine, I think, was next. Yeah, yeah, The Wolverine, the one that goes to Japan. I've not watched that one because I watched Origins, and I don't think I could ever watch another Wolverine movie. It again. wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. They <laughs> screw up a lot of characters. This was a Silver Samurai. Characters, and, uh, yeah. Mariko, Sunfire in it? Uh, Sunfire's not in it. But yeah. uh, a <clears> lot <throat> of characters are just... Then they did Days of Future Past... Which was... I heard that was a runaway train wreck because they just... So many characters, nobody could get more than 10 minutes of legitimate screen time. Right. Because they went too big on the cast. Yeah. It had its moments. Um, Over 40 characters? Well, I don't know that, but... It was um, Wolverine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The Rogue cut of that is interesting because they cut all of Rogue out of the movie. Okay. Even though she had all this stuff filmed. Yeah. Um, because they, I guess they were just shortening the movie, but um, in the in the theatrical cut, um, when Kitty is doing her sending uh, Wolverine back to the past thing. Which I, that I didn't get. Yeah, like, they just never freaked out. They just. The power of Kitty. Yeah. How? Well, secondary mutation. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Who knows? But uh, she went through Terragenesis a second they, time. They needed someone to do that. <laughs> um, 
he freaks out. I forget what the cause was. And starts waking up in the present and lashing out with his claws. And, like, mortally wounds her, basically. Okay. But she keeps on going. Um, in the rogue cut, they realize Kitty is not going to make it. And they break Rogue out of whatever prison she's in and bring her back to absorb her powers to continue on keeping Wolverine in the past. Which, you know, that... Yeah, the movie worked without that. But, you know, they cut that stuff and... That sounds crazy. Yeah, mm. yeah. Just Kitty Pride having a secondary mutation. Yeah, yeah well, and I'm, it's never... They, they never yeah, say... It's never explained. Yeah. It's just, oh, hey, Kitty can, like, put I'm holding her fingers my hands on your head. And transport you to the past. Yeah. And then, what was the last one that they well, did? Apocalypse, and there's one in between. There were four, weren't they? Um, Days of Future Past, then Apocalypse. Age of Apocalypse. Oh, Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. Which was a runaway train wreck. Yeah, yeah it's like Fox has this property and but they Logan, just didn't know what to do with it. Logan is a great movie. The it's third Wolverine. Old Wolverine and yeah. Xavier with yeah. Alzheimer's. Yeah. And dementia, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Great movie. So that one's worth watching. Oh, wow, yeah. Uh, you get the introduction of Laura, X-23. See, again, I watched Wolverine Origins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm... Yeah, the movies weren't that great, but as a fanboy, it was so cool to see these characters on the screen, it, though. It, it is. You know? But Deadpool. Yeah. I mean... That was a train wreck. Don't worry, Deadpool took care of that. <laughs> and that it was the same exist. actor. Yeah, it doesn't exist anymore. No, that's not true. He went back and killed him. Is that how that... Didn't he do yeah, that Green Lantern yeah. to the Green Lantern script? Yeah, he, he did something with that? Yeah. Oh, that's when he killed Ryan Reynolds. Oh, okay. That's when he killed Ryan Reynolds. Deadpool yeah. references the Wolverine movie in the first Deadpool. Yes. And he references how it's, he feels so much better now his lips aren't sewn shut. The second Deadpool. With Cable. Oh, that's when he mentions that? Yeah, it's at the end, after he gets his own time watch. That uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead and Kikio fix for him. Yeah. Kikio is awesome, too. <laughs> Hi, Kikio. Hi, Wade. <laughs> I just don't remember that movie very well, but... There were two cuts of that movie, too, because they made a PG-13 version of that mm -hmm. movie, too. Yeah. No. The... They named it something stupid. Christmas Story. Deadpool's Christmas Story or the something. The night yeah. before Deadpool yeah. 2. Oh, yeah, and they, and they do it like Princess Bride. Yeah. yeah. He's reading a bedtime <laughs> story. He, he yeah. kidnaps Fred Savage to tell <laughs> That's him the right. story That's of right. Deadpool 2. <laughs> and he's laying in bed. <laughs> oh. But while we're on the subject of Ryan Reynolds, Green Lantern, at that could have been a lot better if they were making one movie instead of envisioning a tri uh, trilogy. Right. I said that before. There, I mean, it's a decent movie. Yeah. But clearly not meant to stand alone. Yeah, exactly. The costuming. What was with the living suit? That, that could have I been... I know that was a project of the yeah. times. I get that. Yeah. But... yeah. Like, that could have been done... <laughs> 
probably better and cheaper just with costuming mm-hmm. yeah and cgi effects to it of yeah of something you know? yeah i mean well look at how well you know they um in justice league he never wore the black suit it was all cgi in the yeah in the snyder cut and it works avengers endgame those time suits didn't exist they were all cgi'd i didn't know that yeah Huh. Maybe just wear a blue jumpsuit. I guess, yeah. Whatever they green, green, yeah, and they did that. So, man, Black Widow and um, what's her name? Yelena. Nebula. Oh, Nebula. Must have felt real weird. (laughs) Walking around with blue spandex. Yeah. Yeah, and then we go to the classic that I've never seen, Howard the Duck. I freaking love that yeah, movie. I knew I that was it. coming. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, I think it was just too weird for audiences. Yeah, and then there's you know the interspecies, intergalactic yeah. bestiality going on, and well, you know, it's like it's <laughs> a George Lucas movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's able to move his beak into a kissing mouth. Yeah, duck lips. <laughs> <laughs> Teenage girls have taken over the duck lips from Howard the Duck. <laughs> no selfie would be complete without Howard the Duck. And a box of Pringles. And a box of Pringles. A canister, I guess, yes. But <laughs> excuse me. I mean it get it and justly so, it gets panned a lot. Like mm-hmm. But I have the love of B movies. Mm-hmm. And Howard the Duck is such a B movie. Mm-hmm. It is. It's terrible in a good way to me. It, it's mm-hmm. so terrible, it's endearing. I'm real. I'm good. No, you're fine. I was going to say, I'm really surprised they never did a mystery science theater of it, but probably was too cost prohibitive. That could be, it. yeah. I mean, now, now it would never happen. Yeah. Yeah, Disney buried that shit hard. Yeah. Because that was a Lucas film. Oh, yeah. Um, And it was a Marvel license. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we were talking Watchmen earlier, and something that came out in that same era was Sin City. Mm. Frank oh, Miller's Sin City. I like that. Uh, the second one wasn't as good, but the original one is awesome. It was fantastic it was heavily stylized that's what mm-hmm. killed it but it, it the stylization stayed true to the comics yeah it only gave color to sin oh, um her dress the blood yeah uh what was it the spirit came out right about the same time mm-hmm. too yeah and that one that one didn't get a lot of fanfare at all uh, i think it was mostly ignored um they, yeah, they didn't really well, push that one. No, it wasn't a well-known comic book to begin with. <clears throat> it was award-winning yeah. in its group. Right. You know. But but the movie then itself was a little lackluster. It, mm. it was a detective movie. It wasn't so much a comic book movie. Yeah. And it very formulaic through it. Mm-hmm. But I still watched it, of course. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's in Keller's is Red Tie. But, too, you know, you got a lot of things when these were... When comic book movies were first starting to... 
be realized as we can do this. Right. You know, that's that's the whole thing. I mean... What, we don't have to put, tie a bunch of ropes into a net and yeah. throw it over people and pretend that it's webbing? Yep, yep. We're that's... going to talk about that character for a minute. Let's go ahead and mention Spider-Man 3 with Tobey Maguire. Oof. With uh, Eric Foreman. Yeah. <laughs> as Venom. Like, aren't you supposed yeah. to be getting high in Red's basement? What are you, why, why are you wearing a symbiote? Defend your Spider-Man. It had Spider-Man in it, so... <laughs> <laughs> Everything's better with Spider-Man. Well, yeah, not that it's bad, but it's amazing just how the CGI has gotten so realistic. If you look at the first Spider-Man movie... Oh, yeah. And then up to, like... Well, probably the one coming out in a few months, but... Um, it was last in Endgame. Just the effects and the CGI mm-hmm. of it, just how, well, it how much in, uh, it looks so... Far from home. Yeah, oh. That, come out that came out after. Tony was dead. You can just see the improvement in, in everything, you know, how it looks kind of, I guess, kind of wonky yeah, in the first ones. Yeah, even in... But then at the time, it was like, oh my God, that's great. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then just that see the first, advances in CGI is unbelievable. That first Spider-Man movie blew you away. Mm-hmm. Even with um, him almost crapping himself, pulling the boat back together. Yeah. <clears throat> and the second one was probably the best one. He had already known his powers. He wasn't figuring mm-hmm. out his powers. It was right. He was a hero. Stopping the runaway subway from Doc Ock. As it was about to go off the pier, you know, planting his mm-hmm. webs as he's going, holding it back. But, you know, I, I think, you know, effects have, have done it, yeah. I'm kind of thinking, you know, that was around, you know, with effects kind of started getting a lot better around the time, you know, Star Wars, of course. Mm-hmm. And Superman tagline was, you'd believe a man can fly, because that just had some of the, you know, amazing flying sequences. And he, the whole time he's just laying on a green block in front of a green screen. Yeah. And just the advances and stuff the yeah. computers start Superman animating too. then and speaking of Superman and computers <laughs> Superman three with the Was that Brainiac or was that <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the cellophane off the chest. Uh, <laughs> Richard Pryor. Oh, okay. Richard Pryor <laughs> built the supercomputer to fight Superman, it absorbed that woman and turned her into a robot. And... You you can kind of tell that the studio probably wanted to really uh, bring in a different audience on that when they bring Richard Pryor into a Superman movie. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but it was just... It was as bad as some of the original Superman stories where he's <clears throat> just fighting crazy mm-hmm. yeah. scientists and stuff. It was... There was a little video game of them shooting missiles at him mm-hmm. um, as he's flying through the Grand Canyon to get to where the the supercomputer was built in the Grand Canyon, where there's no cell service yeah. at all. <laughs> and yet somehow this was able to... And uh, deliveries from UPS to build a big computer. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. Not happening. Avatar The Last Airbender has comic books and they made that into a movie. Yeah, I gotta remember you told me to watch that because I have no frame of reference for it. They made it a great movie. (laughs) 
everybody hate no, you so no, bad. That's one of, that's one of them. No, that, I'm joking about that one. That one was terrible. Yeah, it, eventually, Frank, you're going to watch Avatar. Yeah, the I just series. have to remember to do it. <laughs> and it's on HBO. Yeah. I know it is, so you have access to it. But you need to watch the movie first. You know I'm going to come in here and tell you I thought it was the greatest movie ever just to piss you off. <laughs> You'll blow my mind. <laughs> if you watch the movie and legitimately like the movie, you'll blow my mind. Because <laughs> it's so bad. Hmm. And it's coming from a fanboy who has a whole bunch of Avatar plastic toys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Corey, you said you wanted to wrap up with the worst one that ever was. Well, we're going to skip over uh, Cowboys and Aliens, even though that was John Favreau <coughs> before his, you know, MCU and Star Wars. Um, Rocketeer was another bad one, but I'll, I liked it. Yeah, I got the pop. It was four. it was fanboy. It was box office failure, but it was just like. All right, so uh, I'm assuming everybody's going to think that. Fan fantastic. This is the one that we're going to rate the worst. <laughs> well, I don't know because you got to remember the Roger Corman Fantastic Four. Well, was, yeah, but yeah, I don't think it counts because yeah. it never yeah, it, had audience. Yeah, that was there like was we, no box office. We've got to put this together to keep office. the rights, and we got right. to do it in a week. Right. <laughs> I mean, aside from uh, Michael B. Jordan getting his first superhero movie role before we see him again in Black Panther um, and all the flack that the movie got just for making uh, the Storms a, an African American family and Sue being adopted the emo Doctor Doom I mean there's really not anything good to say about this movie No, they, it wasn't cosmic radiation that gave them their powers it wasn't a you know a, a space flight it was interdimensional travel well that's that's more of kind of what happened i think with the ultimates yeah yeah that's how the ultimates went down they but, went to the negative well to, you are they, they still around no well Rita's. <laughs> yeah Rita's. well yeah but um, he's not even right now. he he's made guy. a a uh synthetic symbiote during the whole uh Maximum Carnage and King in Black. So he has a synthetic symbiote, and he jumped to another dimension again. Hmm. He'll be back. But but, yeah, but what were you talking about? Reads. Yeah, it's like Sue wasn't even involved in it. She got like powers by collateral damage once they were back. Yeah, you know that that kind of like. Uh, yeah, she got left out of the whole mission. Yeah, it just. And uh, a lot of that, too, was because Josh Trank, <clears throat> Trank was the last name? Yeah. Um, you know, they really liked this one, the movie he did. It was kind of a superhero movie, but wasn't. Oh, um, was it Jump? I, I don't um, know what it was. Push. I'm not sure. No, it was Jump. I The one where he the kid can teleport around. Yeah. Yeah, Jump. jump. But you know, they, they thought he'd Push be. The, was good too. They thought they he'd be the perfect that. fit for this, but I think he just. What they're saying, you know, he didn't have the experience for a movie like this. Mm-hmm. Um, he certainly didn't end up having the budget because, like, major things from kind of previews yeah, weren't, yeah, <laughs> weren't even completed. Like, I guess they 
the thing was dropped from a helicopter or from a plane or something, you know, crashing into troops or something like that on a mission or whatever. Hmm. The sequence wasn't even completed for the movie, so they cut it out and yeah. things like that. And, you know, they're blaming him for all of it, but I think a lot of it was studio again. Studio, yeah. Yeah, it just seems like they, they don't know what they need to do with these things. That movie was killed. It was another one of those X. Same. It was another yeah. Fox movie killed mm-hmm. by the Times because they needed to make Johnny black to prevent whitewashing the movie. Except I don't know if it's whitewashing if you use a white actor to play a white character. But that's. But they didn't want the cast to be all white. Yeah. Even though that's what the cast was. You know, it's it's one of those things that look we're diverse. Yeah. You know, we're we're creating diversity for diversity's sake instead of being true to what the characters were. Right. And I and I don't think that harmed the movie in any way. No. I, like I said, Michael B. Jordan, great in the role. I just don't like when they do that just for the sake of doing it with established characters like that. I mean, Black Panther was a black, mostly all-black cast. Mm -hmm. The movie did phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't put in white people to give the movie diversity. No. Those were the characters. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying don't make the movies diverse. Yeah. Find the diverse characters. Mm -hmm. Right. Shang-Chi. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited for that movie. Hmm. I don't know if you guys are psyched up yet. No, I want to see it. I'm, I'll, I'm, see, I'm on the fence for it. I want to see Eternals, though. Yeah. yeah that's that's got me more excited than Shang-Chi. Because I just want to see what they do with it. Never was one of my favorite Jack Kirby projects. His fourth world at DC with Darkseid wasn't really one of my favorites either. Um, but... You know, certain concepts out of it work. You know, it gave DC a huge villain. Yeah. You know, and <clears throat> that's just the, the area Jack Kirby liked to play in when he was able to do so with the different Marvel and DC stuff. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> But I'm yeah, like I, I, term, you like ensemble casts. Yeah, too. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. So, I get it. That's, yeah. that's where my get your wheelhouse. Yeah, because I was always for the team up books. <clears throat> yeah, as opposed to most of the solo books. My excitement for Shang Chi is, I first off, Abomination's going to be in it. I mm-hmm. want to know how he's going to play into the universe going forward. Now that he's back in it, like you said, right. Dark Avenger Hulk. Dark Avenger Hulk. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see how. Shang-Chi himself is going to tie into the rest of the MCU. He's mostly separated. The only real crossovers mm-hmm. that we've seen are recently where they've tried attaching him to the X-Men. Hmm. Where he saved Wolverine from falling. Hmm. Well, you normally see that too. Um, you know, if they've got if they've got something coming out, they're going to promote that character in the comics. Right. Yeah. And that's what they're doing right oh, now. And they Captain too, Marvel has been he, just he has so a, everywhere. A new, a new run of Shang-Chi. Mm. I just started About three months, months ago. ago. Yeah. yeah. And other than that, he's a relatively undeveloped, unknown character. He has no ties to the Avengers. No. So I'm really curious what direction they're going to take him in. I mm. can't think of a single team up. Exactly. Like, um, that's what's got me excited. We're going into unknown territory with the MCU. I mean, he's been in Marvel team up way back when with Spider Man. I remember that. 
But yeah, like you said, he's not been affiliated with anything. Yeah. So he will be. We'll be seeing him everywhere for the next couple of months in the comics. I want to see him do something with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Everyone else has. He's got the personality for it. He's a funny character. Like, a funny actor. Like, John is really, really good in everything I've seen him in. If you want to see something that he's done, look up Kim's Convenience on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Fantastic show. Ends terribly. Worst ending of a TV show ever. Even worse than The Sopranos? Yes. (laughs) We're talking, like, Lost Level Bad. It ends at a dinner table. Everybody reminisces about how good they had it before. Huh. Ever uh, the relate all relationships are broken up. They don't know who's gonna buy the convenience store. Like everything that everything that was built up in like the last five minutes is gone. Nice. You like how all this was going? <sighs> Guess what? Done. <laughs> So, uh, my vote for absolute worst comic book movie ever. 1997's Steel, starring Shaquille O'Neal. Hmm, did not it's see the, it. The John Henry Irons um, makes a robotic suit to be Superman. Except, this is out of universe, so there's no Superman. It's just John Henry Irons. Irons makes the steel uh, armor with no frame of reference. Maybe there's a comic book Superman or something. There's there's nothing. He's not no. mentioned ever. He doesn't wear an S on his chest. Oh, okay. It's so just, I, I was thinking he did have the S. And no. Just, okay. It's kind of like... This is what I thought when Venom first came out, saying that it was going to have no ties to to Spider-Man. No, he didn't have I any ties like, to Superman. Yeah, you're no, right. No, he had yeah. no ties to Superman. But uh, did you know they put the hyphen in there so you could tell them apart? Superman and Spider-Man? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I had a real hard time doing that. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, Venom came out with no ties to Spider-Man, and I thought, this is this is going to be like Steel. Uh, fortunately, they did a great job with the movie, but still, you get uh, you know Shaquille O'Neal playing uh, John Henry Irons makes a suit. It's terrible. There, there's no budget for it. The suit is just uh, plastic parts. <laughs> plastic parts that move around on their own as he's walking because you know that it's not a solid piece and. It was, it was just terrible. <laughs> 1990s Captain America. No, we saw that guy. Was that a theatrical release? It was a theatrical okay. release. Remember, we saw him at the <coughs> Steel City Comic Con. We did, but we didn't go over and talk to him or have no. him sign anything for no. a reason. Because we were going to sit there and protest, <laughs> not my cap. <laughs> <laughs> terrible people. But you would have probably gotten on the news. <laughs> well, I don't even know if Steel's the worst. I we didn't did we mention Catwoman? <laughs> we did mention Catwoman. See, I can't say I have a worst movie because you know, like I said, fanboy. I find something in it that I like. Yeah. You know, I I don't think I've ever you know, turned off a movie halfway or anything like that. But I may have. I have no memory. Um, 
My, my reason for 19... Blasphemy! My reason for 1990s Captain America was why did a Nazi castle... Why was it in the middle of a desert? <laughs> Nazis were everywhere, man. <laughs> yeah. They got a fortress in Antarctica, too. Is that where the Stargate is? Yes. Okay. Just wanted to check. Because that's why sometimes I can't run the one I have in my basement because the other one's going and it blocks my <laughs> my Stargate. So you can't get uh, interstellar girls to keep in your basement. That's right, yeah. Until they shut that one off, then yeah. I can start mine. Yeah, then you can trade back and forth. Until I guess their fields overlap and only yeah. one can work at a time. For Terran girls. Hmm. So what's your rated worst? I don't know, really. Like I said. There's I, something for everybody. Yeah. Oh, Jonah Hex. I'm looking at this list of ones that they're... Jonah they, Hex was not terrible. Well, they have Tank Girl <clears throat> on this. And Tank Girl was a freaking awesome movie. I didn't watch it. Oh, uh, pa-pa-pow. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, what's her name? Lori Petty? Is that it? That sounds familiar. Yeah. Tom's sister, right? D- yes. But, um... Misinformation. Um, Ice T's in it. Yeah, Lori Petty. But uh, post-apocalyptic world, uh, stab people with these little things with bulbs on it, suck the water out of them. Except that it only got like a tube this big of what I'm. Cho- I'm showing the microphone a tube of about six <laughs> inches and a two-inch I'm diameter. I'm rubbing off on him. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my pop. <laughs> and it would only fill that with water. I mean human body is 75% water, so I don't know why they... Well, it loses something in translation. Yeah, it didn't extract it very well. And kangaroo people, Ice-T is a kangaroo person. Ah, uh, okay. Um, great movie, and they have it listed as one of the worst. Yeah, uh, you're looking at a list that probably has Evil Dead in there, too. Yeah, Jonah Hex is <laughs> listed, and I thought that was a great movie. It's not even an hour and a half long, but... You know, Josh Brolin's introduction to comic book movies. Oh, okay, last one, I swear, and then I'm done. Then we can wrap it up. Ghost Rider. Did not see it. Maybe that's why I don't have a bad movie, because I didn't see most of them. The second one in particular. Yes. The first one has its... Moments points. of awesomeness. Yes, yeah. It was a movie of the time, so, so it yeah. came out around that So X-Men not time. exactly terrible, but... Nick Cage's laughter in it was kind of that was the wide-eyed one. <laughs> yeah, he go he <laughs> he opens his eyes so wide. Do you think they're gonna pop out of his head? And this this cool. maniacal laughter before turning into the Ghost Rider again, not without its merits. Spirit of Vengeance was the second one. Yes, and then it didn't even have vengeance. So, okay, I think we gave people enough to talk about. That was more fun than I expected it to be. <laughs> link, uh. link to the Discord is in the description below, as always. Um, join that. It's been pretty active lately, so no one channel more than another. We basically turned the pop channel into our personal. Do you want this discussion? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's don't look at the pops. We're just asking if we, each other if we want them. <laughs> and we even started a separate channel for that, but that really didn't. <laughs> the yeah. rail channel. Nope, didn't work. Excuse me. 
Uh, find us on Facebook. We're under Theseus Media. You'll find links to all of our episodes. Uh, links to funny articles. You might even find a link to this article if I remember to copy it and paste it on there. Ooh. <laughs> and you can you can tell us about what are your favorite worst comic book movies. What did you like? What do you hate to love? What do you love to hate? We'll need to revisit this again and just do favorite worst movies. Oh, there are so many. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, join us next week when we save the world. Once again, we're going to go help out those poor slobs on Reddit who really have no clue. <laughs> We made a hell of an impact last time. Mm -hmm. I was getting notifications about some of the things that we responded with for two or three days. So. Nice. Yeah. I think we should also maybe, is it, the, I mean, I see a lot of things on, on the board Panda stuff. Um, is there a subreddit that, am I the asshole? Yes. Yeah, we should look yeah. into some of those. Yeah. Can we say that on this? I don't know. Yeah, we'll log on to there. I think we logged on to there before, hmm. but we'll do that again. Yeah, next yes. week. Next yeah. week. Wow. What is next week? <laughs> Spoiler alert, alert! If you're asking if you're the asshole, you're the asshole, <laughs> or at least an asshole. Mm -hmm. Because this is a story and not a human body, so there can be more than one asshole. Uh, <laughs> Till next week. Have a great weekend. Bye. And I still don't have a sign off. And I've got that down pat. <laughs> oh, that's good. You know what we need to do, though? Have a sign-off contest for Corey. Yeah. See if our one listener, I mean our listeners, would uh, you know, figure out a sign-off for Corey. They're going to yep. vote for Robin to be killed. We definitely... <laughs> <laughs>